What's going on, everybody, and welcome to the other side of the Firewall podcast, where we talk about the latest and greatest of cybersecurity news, as well as we highlight those movers and shakers and glass ceiling breakers, those people of color who made it to the other side of the proverbial firewall. My name is Ryan Williams, and as always, I'm joined by Shannon Tynes. What's up? What's up? What's going on? So welcome back to the show. Uh, if this is your first episode of the week, definitely go back. Monday and Tuesday are topics. So on Monday, we talked about the last pass compromise and how it's affecting 18 million people, I believe, uh, me being one, potentially. Uh, and then on Tuesday, we discussed uh, a trending um, uh, challenge on TikTok that's leading to people uh, downloading malware on their devices. So definitely tune in for that one, especially if you have kids who are on TikTok or you're grown up on TikTok. I'm not judging you. I'm just saying, deleted. Um, <laughs> we talk about, discuss how there's three parts to that story um, that I found find to be um, alarming. So definitely tune in for that. And then uh, on Fridays, we discuss everything else, movies, books, games, TV shows, all that good stuff. So non-cyber related type stuff. Um, So definitely tune in throughout the week for those four different episodes. But today, our discussion uh, revolves around a article by, this comes from uh, InfoSecurity uh, or infosecurity-magazine.com, an article written by James Coker. It is titled, Majority of U.S. Defense Contractors Not Meeting Basic Cybersecurity Requirements. Um, So the title is very alarmist, in in my opinion, like not to to bash them, but uh, when you actually get into the stats, it's not as bad as the title leads you to believe, in my opinion. But it says nearly nine out of 10, so 87% of US defense contractors are failing to meet basic cybersecurity regulation requirements according to research commissioned by Cyber Sheath. Um, the survey of 300 US-based Department of Defense contractors found that just 13% of respondents have a supplier risk performance system or a SPRS score of 70 or above under the defense Federal Acquisition Regulations Supplement, or DFARS, a score of 110 is required for full compliance. So what that is, is there's mechanisms uh, in order to keep contractors and uh, the information, the systems they're working on, that they work on, I'm sorry, uh, are safe. Um, Those parameters are ever-changing and they're becoming more strict as time uh, goes by. There's something called the CMMC, sorry, I can't speak today, which stands for Cybersecurity Maturity Model Certification. The CMMC uh, debuted around 2020, uh, just before all the, the sunburst supply chain stuff happened. So the winds was what was a humongous compromise, one of the biggest ones we've, we've seen in probably the past five years or more. Uh, we talked about that heavily on the show when it first debuted back in late 2020, because uh, it was such a hot topic uh, and how... Um, and we believe it to be attributed to Russia and how they were in uh, not only the civilian sector um, systems, but also government systems because of a supply chain attack on SolarWinds. So go back way, way back and you can listen to that. That's one of the, the I, I would probably say is in our top 15 uh, uh, first episodes, like the first of 15 episodes is probably going to be in there because we talked about it heavily. It was like a hot button topic. It was the beginning of the dystopic, uh, uh, 20, what was it? 2020 through 2022. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A breach after breach after breach, but it was one of the biggest ones that we discussed. Um, 
because uh, Log4j was also uh, in there. There's a few others. Like it just was not a good time. <laughs> People have idle hands. They had nothing better to do but then to breach systems and find just really bad compromises. Uh, since then, uh, knock on wood, things are starting to slow down. <laughs> we haven't had any uh, sunbursts or any Log4Js in uh, a few months. But with, the, uh, with that happening, um, the government decided to revamp its uh, CMMC um, uh, regulation and uh, make improvements, uh, adjust scores, and uh, change some of the ways that defense contractors and others had to um, uh, metrics and milestones they had to meet in order to be compliant. Uh, so again, this article talks about how uh, some of them are not meeting the CMMC uh, 2.0 um, revision uh, metrics. Again, you have to reach a 110, I guess, to be close to perfect. Uh, a lot of them are not even reaching 70, which is a, a good score. So you thinking back in school, 70 would be a C, right? But it's not. <laughs> it's not in this case. Well, it's 70, it's 70 out of 110, right? So it's a D at this point, right? <laughs> so, yeah. Right. But uh, you, you got to set a bar in order for people to, to learn how to how to pass it, right? So, um, but uh, the article goes into saying that this is a threat to national security um, and that uh, this could have a major consequence for defense contractors, nearly half of whom will lose up to 40% of their revenue if the DOD contracts the DOD contract loss occurs according um, to the research. So if they start to shut them off because they're not meeting the requirement, this could be a huge loss of revenue for these companies. So that that is the, not only do you not want to be fined by the government, uh, you also obviously don't want to lose revenue because you no longer can receive those contracts to do that work. Um, so it's pretty important that they start to meet these uh, these conditions, at least in that 70% and then striving towards that 110 score. Um, what do you have on this, Shannon? What do you, what do you think? So it, it, to kind of piggyback on what you said last there, it's not even a matter of, uh, it's not even a matter of not being able to compete. Like you won't even get the request, right? At that point, like I, I envision going forward that if it's somebody that they have dropped, they'll be like, okay, we don't need to go to them. We know what they do, right? It may take a little while for you to even get in the good graces to even get the requests anymore, right? So that's just my my way of seeing it. But here here's my thing. I kind of want to call BS on this, right? So something they said in the article right um they have a they have a subsection here called improving understanding of regulations they say a major factor in non-compliance appears to be a lack of understanding of government cybersecurity regula regulations which was cited by 82 percent of respondents i want to call bs because it's very easy to find what you need to do right so even when you look at the report that cyber Chief did on this um they said 80% um, of the DIB doesn't monitor a system's 24-7, 365 and doesn't use U.S.-based security monitoring services. Like that is very clearly set out um, when they put the requests out there, like what they want, right? They, they give some numbers here. 80% lack of vulnerability management solution. One of the first things they talk about when, when they put these requests out there to companies. 79% lack of comprehensive multi-factor authentication system. I mean, that's kind of, like ground zero at this point when it comes to working with DOD, right? Like multi-factor. 73% like an endpoint detection and response solution. Like how do you not have that, right? Like your virus definition and things like that, right? It's like, how is that, how is that, how are you lacking on that? 70% um, have not deployed security information and event management, right? Your seams, th th this just kind of 
to me, it just seems like for these companies, everybody wants that DOD contract, right? Like it's one of those things where you will you will make good money on a DOD contract, but to do all the things that you need to do to be secure, I'm not going to lie about it. Like it can, it can cost you and it's a lot to go through, right? It's easier to just not do it and just hope you get forgiveness, right? Especially if you're already in, embedded. If you've been working with DOD for five years, you may think, ah, well, they're not going to get rid of us, right? Like we're going to keep doing whatever we do, but like some of the stuff that they lay out in the report, I mean, it is right up front in, in, in the request that you put out there, right? So for procurement from these companies. Um, and again, this goes back to, this was several months ago, we talked about this, about letting the companies police themselves, right? Like them saying, yes, we are following these guidelines and doing this, this, that, and the third. Like who was watching them? Like we're just taking their word for it, right? And I right, think that's right. why a lot of this is like this. Right, and I think I trying to um, recall why we said that, is that because of uh, the lack of auditors? Was it was it that they didn't have enough auditors to go around? That's why they're having them self-certify. I, I can't remember. That's what it was. Was it what it was? Yeah, I, just, I think I, it was. It stuck with me because I was like, "That is dumb." <laughs> was like, that is dumb because they could right. just if you just submit a report saying, "Okay, yeah, this is what we're going to do." If it was for lack of auditors, which seems like it makes sense, right? Like, right. How are they ever going to get around to them, right? They're gonna—they're just going to look at it and be like, "All right, these guys said they're good. They're—they're they're providing their service that they promised to us. We like what they do for us." So, yeah, but, what, but what would happen if if they caught you in the lie, though? Like, would it just be just a fine, or does it, you know, scale up? Like, could could I put you out of business because you're a liar? That I don't know. Yeah, that I don't know. And 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 again, like this is this is one of those things where. I just got to throw my BS flag because these things are, it's not like the government is hiding anything from them to say, oh, we we did, we did may not have told you this, but 24-7, 365, if we do this, that, and the third. Like, no, that's all laid out. Like these these requests, uh, a lot of pages in them, right? Like these contracts when they're signed, these performance work statements, all these things, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of pages to these things, right? right. So it may not, it, and, and here's the thing, for some of these companies, now granted, you do have some small companies, right? And Department of Defense will, will, go after you know um, minority owned veteran owned smaller companies right like they may not always go with a bigger company unless it's something that only they can do right like if only they could provide that service then it is what it is right you know what i'm saying your microsoft's your amazons whatever it may be but i just i i'm i'm not i'm not thrilled at seeing this because i I have somewhat of an idea what goes into, you know, trying to procure services um, in the DOD. And I just, I want to call BS on it from what I've seen. I'm like, man, it's a lot of pages. You know what I mean? Right. I, I, I'll i control left it and look for this. <laughs> look for this, that, and the so, third. So is it, is it a slow, steady march though? Like, uh, is, is it, so I, I should say, is it a difference between like, okay, the CMMC, I don't know why can I say that? Uh, <laughs> I promise you, I promise you, I know what it means. <laughs> is it is it that um, because of the requirement change, maybe um, the company's already embedded, already had uh, the previous requirements, and bidded on it and wanted and did not have necessarily were not paid for the new requirements, or is it a matter of just trying to get them to slowly march to the beat and get in line? To having those requirements fulfilled at, at a certain roadmap like maybe they don't want it necessarily like okay we want you to get a 70 now but like 2025 2026 is when you need to be up to the 110 well for 2.0 they don't even need to do it until 2023 like it's not even something that they're holding them to right now like what what this is based off uh, if i read this correctly is what they're doing right now with the current cmmc right so like 2.0 doesn't come out to a 2023 uh, so you're, you're, you're not you're not following what we have out there right now 
So if we're going to make it more stringent, how can we believe that you're going to do better? If you're not up to 70, if you're not getting the D now, we don't want the F. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, that's just my thinking behind it. So, Okay. So I'm I'm sure this is going to pop up again. Uh, I've seen this, a similar article. I didn't, I didn't speak about it because it was still kind of a work in progress, but this one was like, this one had hard details in it. So I'm sure it's going to come up again, probably before uh, the new year rolls around, if not just after the new year, um, to kind of see where where companies are at, what they're doing, uh, another survey. Um, It's it's interesting, right? Because I'm I'm not in that sector uh, quite yet. So I've only seen it from behind the uh the blue suit or green suit or whatever you want to say like the person in uniform i was like i i i have to stay up till midnight make sure we're ready for this inspection <laughs> and it's supposed to be operational inspection right we're supposed to already be there but obviously we have operational mission so it's not that it's taking a back burner but you you have you have your hands are tied sometimes like i need to get something done i need to also continue to work on this whatever solution it is to make sure that we're safe um, sometimes the two of them cannot be done at the same time. And then that's when the inspection rolls around to get you to where you need to be. And then you're, you're hustling, right? You're working hours on hours on hours to get where you need to be. So I've not seen it from the other side, so to speak, of the firewall. <laughs> there it is. Came full circle. Season two starts that now. <laughs> um, but no, it, it is very interesting. Like reading it uh, initially, like when you see the headline, I'm like, oh man, this is it's really bad. They're getting more in detail about it. I'm like, oh, okay, I see what they're trying to say. They're not meeting the bar as a whole. It's not like, okay, this is only a certain small percentage of contractors. It's like, no, like they're they're all working towards being better. I'm also I'm obviously taking an optimistic route here. <laughs> <It's just nuts. laughs> um just uh, I don't know. It's it's the uh it's the the serious yelling at me, I guess. It's like, oh guys, we didn't make bar just yet. <laughs> but we, we're gonna work extra hard to get there. Um, as opposed to like this is money. Like so on, on, on my side, like I was being paid salary. So no matter if they work me four hours or they work me four hundred hours, I get paid the same amount of money, as opposed to these contracts, which are you know, thousands, tens of thousands, millions of dollars. Uh, to get right quickly to, to give the government what they're asking for when it comes to safety and security. So uh, it, it still remains to be seen where we'll be at by, you said 2023 is probably when the, the 2.0 compliance comes around. Right. But but they'll give them time. That's the thing. Like as with all of these, right? Like they'll set that deadline and say, okay, now we know we said this, but we'll give you until, you know, fiscal year 2024 or whatever, or 2025, right? So right. That's you know, into 2024, but yeah. Gotcha. gotcha. But um, yeah, it's a definitely interesting uh, article. Definitely continue to tune in throughout the uh, the week. Uh, like, share, subscribe, hit us up on social medias. I'm about to run out of time. <laughs> it's too late. We already made, we already made past 15. I'm about to cut this part out. So hit us up on all the socials. Uh, hit me up. I'm at RyRy Security Guy. That's RYRY Security Guy on LinkedIn Club or no. Yeah, LinkedIn, Clubhouse, and uh, Twitter. And uh, definitely tune in for Friday's episode. So stay safe, stay secure.